Hey guys, welcome back to the Logan City Lowdown. It's Angie, Crystal, and we got Holden here with us today in our booth producing today's episode. What's up? Last week we covered Solid Waste with Neil and Emily. But this week we're going to give you guys the final episode in our Trash Talk series, Recycling. First, Crystal and I are going to talk about why we recycle, then we get to go beyond the curve with Emily. We'll finish off the episode with an intern roundtable, where we go over tips and tricks and what we learned today. Yes, I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I've personally been working here at the environmental department for over a year now, and most of my focus has been on recycling education. Crystal, what are some of the benefits of recycling? The benefits are that it helps reduce waste, it adds longevity to our landfill, and it just be is more cost-effective. Think of your garbage can at home as a landfill. If you had one garbage can to put all your waste to, it would fill up a lot quicker. But since you have two cans, you can then divert waste to different places, saving you more space in your black can for items that can't be recycled. Our landfills are filling up very quickly, so recycling offers us some flexibility in how fast they fill up, while also saving us money because we don't have to buy land. Thanks for the lowdown, Crystal. Recycling is a program offered everywhere in Cache Valley, and though glass recycling is not accepted in our curbside program, there are drop sites across Cache Valley. There's so much to go over about recycling, but maybe we should talk to Emily so that we can go beyond, beyond the, the curve. Emily, where is our recycling taken after it's been picked up? That's a great question. So after our blue truck comes and collects your blue can, um, but then they take it to the Logan landfill where they weigh the material that's on the truck and then it's taken to Mountain Fiber in Hiram. The recycling facility where all of our recycling is taken they sort through all of the materials. So residents put all the material together in the blue can that actually has to be sorted back out. And that's what they do at Mountain Fiber and Hiram. And then they take those commodities, like the individual commodities on site, they manufacture paper insulation. And that's what happens to all of the paper that's recycled in Cache County. Um, and then all of the other materials are baled into big, smushed up bricks of recycling and sold on the open. That's some good information, Emily. Could you also explain the recycling in Cache County versus in other places? Yeah, so recycling can be really, you know, hyper-local or it can be kind of similar nationwide, but I would say probably no two areas in the United States have similar recycling programs as far as in, you know, how it's collected, what they accept, um, the commodities, where they go and different things like that. So even our recycling in Cache County is different than in Salt Lake County. We're really fortunate that our recycling company that we work with, Mountain Fiber, uses all of the paper to make insulation on site. And so um, we've been really lucky to be able to retain their services for recycling. I was wondering why recycling is picked up every other week compared to solid waste that's picked up every week. That's a good question, and it's one that we get a lot from the public. Um, and it, I think initially we set it up for every other week because it was based on a voluntary pilot program, and that was adequate for most of the households to be able to have it picked up every other week. So when we expanded to the mandatory recycling program and it went countywide, we just kept it that way. And we've done surveys because we do get quite a few people asking, can you come every week for recycling? I use it so much. Um, and so we go do some periodic studies and it, most of the containers are filled, oh, I don't know, three quarters to 80% of the way filled on the recycling day. So um, we do encourage residents who have 
overflowing recycling containers to maybe get a second can and that's three dollars a month and that's something that's available we also find that sometimes cans that are overflowing you know they can do more with breaking down boxes and smushing containers to fit a little bit more in the can so you know just with a little few extra steps or just a few other dollars a month you just said that people who find themselves with overflowing recycle bins typically have a lot of cardboard or it could be minimized or consolidated by breaking down boxes but what if people have too much cardboard that's a great question and because we used to have (laughs) drop sites all over cache county for cardboard big bulky cardboard boxes and we know that was a big benefit to the residents and Unfortunately, we had to take those away because the cost of recycling, you know, has changed. And so where we were getting paid money for that cardboard, um, we were able to fund the free drop sites. But once that wasn't cost effective, there was no rate to pay for the cardboard drop sites. So we had to pull them. But we did maintain one at the transfer station located at the environmental campus where the landfill is in Logan and so residents that have big bulky cardboard boxes can either cut them down or they can just drive them down here and drop them off during our business hours of 8 to 5 Monday through Saturday. So hopefully residents will take advantage of that and not use uh, commercial dumpsters around town and that is just because those businesses pay for that service now just like we took away the drop sites we did start charging businesses for recycling service and so they pay for the service that they need and if residents go put extra recycling and cardboard in them then you know they have to pay for even more service so we appreciate it if everyone would bring their big bulky boxes to our drop site at the transfer station and it's free right yeah it's, it's free to drop off any recycling at the transfer station and we have more than just cardboard we have mixed recycling we have scrap metal we have um some let's see we have paint some yeah we have a paint and reuse shed and hazardous waste here um, so there's all sorts of extra materials that you can bring down to the transfer station to dispose of things properly instead of using you know a dumpster at a church or something like that which is you know something we try to discourage earlier we mentioned glass recycling can you tell us a little bit about the challenges you've seen or faced when it comes to glass recycling glass recycling in cash county is really easy Um, you can mix all of your glass together it doesn't have to be rinsed out necessarily or anything like that it can all just go in the bin as it is um, with all the colors of glass mixed together so in a way it's really easy the biggest challenge is that we have broken glass that's really hard for um, businesses who have glass drop sites to want to have them there because of all the broken glass that gets around the outside of the bin and so we do ask if you're throwing glass in to be cautious and try to make sure it all gets in the holes of the glass bin but then also if you do spill obviously we want you to be safe and not cut yourself but if you can pick up glass that's really helpful for us and the other challenge is overflowing bins and so we would encourage you that if you go to a glass bin and it's overflowing don't leave your boxes on the floor right there you know go to a different drop site none of them are that far away from each other and you can find one that should work for you we also have another glass recycling at our transfer station and so um, if that one's full we can actually direct you to where we put all of the glass so 
um, before we transfer to Salt Lake City. So there are a lot of options for residents, but we do rely on everyone to take responsibility for what they're putting in the bins. Emily, to wrap up, what are some quick tips or common questions that you get about recycling? A lot of people ask us how much they have to rinse their recycling. That's probably the number one thing that we get asked about. And the answer is you don't have to rinse things much. You just want to be pretty particular about things that are greasy, like peanut butter or things that once hold cooking oil or something. Um, but other than that, you know, you just give it a quick rinse or make sure it's empty and you're good to go. The next most asked question is what to do with lids on plastic containers, and that's best to take them off. And then the third most question we asked about is shredded paper. And while paper is recyclable, the shredded paper just kind of makes a big mess of the recycling facility. So they ask that you don't put that in there at all. And other tips are that we don't really want fast food packaging or anything that could have a lot of food residue um, or pizza boxes in the recycling, with the exception of if you went to get takeout and the paper bag that your takeout food came in wasn't greasy, that's probably your only to-go packaging that can be recycled. Uh, make sure you put everything loose into the container. Um, our number one source of contamination is plastic bags, plastic packaging, um, or food packaging, things like that. So if that can stay out of the recycling, that's great. And then the final thing that I get asked a lot is if recycling makes money or pays for itself. And that is something that, um, you know, we don't, I guess we just don't really think about being that way. It's all waste management. So, you know, we're handling your waste, whether it goes to the landfill, recycling, green waste facility, and everything has costs associated with it. And recycling is a less cost than landfilling it still currently and so and then plus we don't have to manage it for 50 years into the future like when we take it to the recycling plant it gets recycled it's out of our hands at that point so there is you know benefits to recycling that go beyond just turning something old into something thank you emily for all your information we will be moving on to the intern roundtable and we're back one of our goals this summer as interns is focusing on recycling and education of the public. When the recycling program first started, many of the cans had stickers on the bottom of the lid showing what can be recycled. Those stickers are now outdated, but you can pick up a new sticker at your local city office. There's just so much information to work with with this episode. Just to add on to Emily's quick tips that she gave, something that I learned was to not crush your metal cans because when the recycling is being sorted at Mountain Fiber, it cannot be picked up by the magnet. Another important tip that we talked about with Emily was to take your lids off of your plastic milk cartons. This is because when they are getting bailed at the recycling center, they often pop off and make a bigger mess for the staff there. Another tip I learned was to be sure to always close your can when it rains or snows because water will contaminate your load. You know what I always say, wet recycling is contaminated recycling. If you have any more questions or want a more detailed list of what is accepted in recycling in Cache Valley, head to loganutah.org or check the show notes. So that's a wrap for our Trash Talk series. We are sad to see it end and we're have much more content for you guys later on throughout the summer so please stay tuned join us next week as we explore other departments within logan city 